Hello and welcome to the Peak City Podcast. I am Leif Jensen. And I'm Alexis Jensen. Elections for town council are coming up on November 5th. The town has one mayor and five council members. Two seats are up this year. Each seat has a four-year term and the elections are staggered for every two years. In two years, there'll be three seats up. This year, there are three candidates running for the two seats. For this mini-series, each candidate will be asked the same questions, and our producer will do his best to give each candidate equal time on this podcast. We are joined today by Wesley Moyer. Welcome to the podcast, and thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. We will jump right in. Please tell us a bit about yourself, how you wound up in this great area, why you are running for re-election for town council, and then give us the listeners, some of the specific ideas that make up your platform. Yeah, fantastic. So thanks again for having me. So as most people probably know, um, I grew up in Apex. I moved to Apex in 1994, actually down what was at the time way out Olive Chapel Road. It's right next to Publix, actually. So it's kind of right in the middle of things right now. Um, I've seen this area change a lot. And with the growth, it's been pretty awesome to see all the great things that that have come to town. So but, you know, it's it's important as we grow into the future that there's some representation of somebody from what Apex used to be. I mean, 1994, downtown Apex was boarded up. There was nothing going on down here, you know. So seeing that, and I used to ride my bicycle downtown and there was just nothing to do. I mean, we had a gym and I think somebody opened a sandwich shop and maybe an ice cream place. But, you know, the majority, it's not like it is today, you know. And so I think it's important for somebody to be represented on the council that remembers what it was like when Apex was just a small, quaint little farming community. And uh, what are some of the things that make up your platform that you're running on for this re-election period? Yeah, you know, um, the term responsible growth, it's been said a lot, right? And and I said that four years ago, and I believe that we've been able to to have responsible growth over the last four years. And we've updated UDO, made changes to the development code, that's the UDO. You know, we've done a lot to draw in non-residential growth to the area, um, and that's responsible growth, right? Um, we have to manage those things, right? There's there's challenges with growth, right? The traffic that comes with new neighborhoods and new cars on the road. And, you know, DOT obviously is a, a big part of that, right? We can do what we can to partner with them and, and fast track intersection improvements like we've done at Kelly Road and Olive Chapel. But managing all those, there's so many different things that go with growth and development. You know, my platform going forward is we just need to understand that with growth brings a lot of good things. For example, downtown Apex and all the revitalization that we've seen down here. But it also has its challenges. And, you know, we need to pay attention to those and do what we can to, you know, we're handcuffed a little bit as far as fees and stuff that we can charge developers for transportation impact and school impact because of how the system works in the area, but we can bring taxpayer dollars to the table, like I said, in fast track intersection improvements around town. Speaking of growth and development, uh, Stantec, on September 12th, they presented the downtown plan for Apex. In their presentation, they gave us a suggested list of priorities for the town to implement sooner than later, some as early as the next one to three years. These items were based on communities' feedback of perceived shortcomings and or opportunities that they saw in the community. What would be your top one or two priority items for the town as we implement a downtown plan for Apex? Yeah, so one of the uh, things that I asked about four years ago, shortly after I was elected, was Seaboard Street and what the plan was with Seaboard Street. And 
unbeknownst to me, the town manager sent me a plan that had been developed to put parking on Seaboard Street, but it just kind of faded into the background and nobody really pushed it forward. So one of the things that I did was like, man, this looks really good. Like what happened to it? So we pushed that forward. So I think that was a big first step in kind of getting Seaboard Street back there with some better parking. I mean, because that gravel hill was uh, after a rain, especially it got in bad shape. But I think downtown specifically, I'd love to see, you know, parking's at a premium downtown. So it's always a challenge when you talk about taking away parking spaces. But I would love to see downtown Salem Street, maybe not have parking spaces and maybe expand the sidewalks a little bit. So it's a little more pedestrian friendly and restaurant friendly. You can sit out there and not not worry about sitting in the middle of the sidewalk. There's plenty of space and maybe even restaurants put up something around their seating area for maybe a little more sense of kind of you're in the restaurant, you're not in the restaurant. So I'd like to see that. You know, I I love art as much as the next person. I'd love to see like the rendering recently we saw of the um the side of the fire station, you know, with the fire truck on it and the number one for station one and paying honor to like the volunteer roots of the fire department here in Apex. I mean stuff like that. I think, you know, lighting downtown. We we updated our lighting downtown recently. So those things are cool. But you can be creative with all that I don't have all the answers. I don't I don't know. I just I know when I see something, what I like and I think it looks cool, you know, and lights and trees are hanging and stuff like that is I think those are some neat things. I think one other thing, I'm sorry to keep going on about this, but I love downtown Apex and, and what it does for our community and where it's come from and what it is today is pretty cool to see. But we updated our UDO to prevent businesses like mine. I mean, I'm a financial advisor, right? But if you have a downtown full of financial people and, and other businesses, then it can restrict the amount of foot traffic that's really coming down there. So we've made some updates um, by working with some other towns and getting their ideas and thoughts and, and seeing the um, history of what works in a downtown and what doesn't necessarily work. So I think those are some key areas that I liked out of that downtown planning. Absolutely. Apex is a wonderful town that already has a lot to offer. Uh, what key characteristics do you feel Apex possesses that makes our downtown stand out so brilliantly in an area with such great surrounding towns and communities? And specifically, how do you envision your continued service on the town council will help to implement and continue to highlight those already existing characteristics of the town? So first, a couple of the the key things I think that attract people, and this is just kind of my perception from talking to people and just being here and, and my perception of how awesome downtown is. Um, the fire station. I think a small town feel downtown is a fire station. I think it's important that we, I'd love to see a facelift to that building, maybe even a new building there. You know, the plans we saw a week or two ago looked great, you know, redoing it and, and adding some other features to it. But I think a downtown fire station is key to kind of the small town feel, right? And and maybe it doesn't have to be as big as as it is. Maybe you can make it more efficient and work a little better than, you know, the big footprint that it kind of has now to allow some other businesses maybe to go in kind of right there. Um, the nature of the buildings is is kind of cool, too. You've seen some of the restaurants downtown that have done some renovations and they've exposed some of the interior walls and wood and beams support beams and i can't remember where i was a few weeks ago might have been the pub downtown and they had a big beam running across the side i um, mean i asked them what it was and they, they were like we thought it was cool so we left it you know <laughs> so it was uh i think the character of our buildings is what a lot of other downtowns envy about downtown apex 
So the second part of your question about my continued service with the town, I think it's important that there's representation on the council of somebody who's been in Apex for a long time, seen where we've come from and what it's turned into today so that somebody is taking the history of Apex into consideration when we're making decisions um, that apply to all of Apex. There has been a lot of talk about how we're facing transportation and school infrastructure challenges in our growing town. We know that the town of Apex can't just widen a highway or build a school without permission and cooperation from the county and state. What ideas do you have to accelerate a cooperation on pressing infrastructure issues like these? I think it's important that we continue the um, open, you know, we've started uh, having joint meetings with the Wake County Commissioner's neighboring town councils uh, we're doing like just kind of work sessions and talking about kind of hot topics of how we can work together to make like apex and holly springs we did one recently where we talked about hey we're right next to each other what are we doing with the 55 corridor right i mean there's there's things there that and then jesse drive coming across the 55 connecting 1010 road and 55 right so those are all things that we all need to consider as this whole area continues to grow beyond Apex, right? Because Apex is not the only one that's experiencing all this growth. Um, you know, it's tough with the school system, right? Because they are funded a different way and make decisions for the whole county, right? I mean, Apex is a hotspot as far as growth and number of kids that are, you know, moving in and all of that. But they're responsible for, you know, the outer stretches of northern and northeastern Wake County, northwestern Wake County, where they might not be growing at the pace that we are, right? So that's the challenge with a county school system. But I think it's important that we continue having those dialogues because, you know, Wake County Schools has a five-year, probably even a 10-year plan of what their growth looks like. So um, if we can coordinate those together with kind of our vision and plan and, you know, School overcrowding in schools has been around since I was in school in the late 80s, right? I mean, and I, and I, I don't know what it's like other places. I just know it's been here for a long time. Even back then, it was overcrowding, right? So I don't think that problem, if you will, is going to go away. But um, if we can continue to work together to, as we grow, grow the school system and, and grow as a town so that it all just kind of fits together. And then on the DOT, the transportation, you know, I think it's in, I didn't realize this till four years ago, four and a half years ago when I ran for council and then was elected. but. DOT controls, I'm guessing, 90, 95% of the roads in Apex. And so there's, you know, I grew up down Olive Chapel Road, you know, and that was a, it probably needed to be improved way before it was. But when you're dealing with the North Carolina Department of Transportation, they're dealing with all of North Carolina, you know, and the town of Apex can't legally charge transportation impact fees to new developers that are building neighborhoods or businesses. So we just kind of, go down the road and in front of every development, they improve their spot in front of their development, you know? So you kind of end up with a, you know, jigsaw puzzle going down the road of improvements until the DOT comes in and, and does their part. But I'm um, just keeping those communications open. You know, I was pretty involved with the, the 64 plan when they were talking about improving that the center street 55 widening, you know, all those, just keeping those communications open. All right, well, we're going to change gears a little bit yeah, here, yeah. and uh, we're going to be uh, asking you a series of uh, would you rather questions. Oh, These are gosh. not racy. They're, uh, <laughs> they're Everyone's getting the same ones, but uh, just something a little fun to kind of 
you know, remind us all that we're all still just neighbors yeah, hanging yeah. out at, at <laughs> the end of the day. So here we go. Would you rather have a short but unusually cold winter or a long but unusually hot summer? <laughs> Being a North Carolina boy and summer times are fun. But it gets hot and long in August, you know, and, and you're kind of ready for some cooler weather. So I'm going to have to say a short and cold winter. All right. Uh, would you rather your neighbor mow their lawn before 7 a.m. on a Sunday morning or have a rowdy people over past 11 p.m. on a Sunday night? <laughs> I don't wake up much, so it, it takes a lot to wake me up. Actually, never mind. Having kids, I can hear them get out of bed now. So <laughs> I would say uh, 7 a.m. on a Sunday because I'll be off in the church by then. All right. Yeah. And last one, uh, would you rather have people look at and scrutinize your music collection or the last five books you've read? Mm. My, my music collection would probably be pretty interesting because I've run the full spectrum. So that will, <laughs> I'd be interested to hear people's opinions <laughs> on that. Fair enough. All right. That's pretty much all we had to ask of you today. Is there anything that you'd like to add in, uh, in your closing? Share some final thoughts with us. Um, well, people can't see. Well, I guess you could see the the selfie we took, but it caught me in a tie. I'm, I'm on the way to the council meeting tonight. So thanks for having me. Um, I hope that the last four years, people have liked what I've stood for on the council. I think it's important to have a diversity of thought and opinions, and, and we can do so in a respectful manner and avoiding partisan stuff at the town level in a nonpartisan seat. So, you know, hopefully I earn your trust for another vote here in this election. All right. We've been chatting with Wesley Moyer, who is running for re-election with Town Council. It's been great talking to you. Yes, and good thank luck you so in the much. Coming election. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Just a quick reminder that early voting for Town Council begins on October 16th. And we are so thankful to all the candidates who are willing to serve this great town. It's no small decision to run for Town Council, and we greatly appreciate it. Please be sure to check out all the candidate interviews in this mini-series. And thanks for listening. We hope to talk to you soon.